Welcome back to CCRPG. We're uh, picking up as the pilots prepare for their landing on Indul and their upcoming mission. Um, they have spent this uh, bit of time on the transit to find out more information, prepare countermeasures for the severe cold, try and shore up some of their uh, some of their weaponry, um, and we'll see how that all plays out here for them. Um, as you guys uh, get closer to Indol, um, the whole point of why you guys are going in first um, becomes apparent why you're able to slip through their defenses. There is only one warp gate that goes in and out of this system, but there are other systems close enough to the system that using your uh, jump drive, you can get into the system without using the warp gate, coming basically from a completely different direction. They've kind of planned on the secrecy of this project and the the disinclination of most groups of people to piss them off as kind of like other protections to not have to worry about it. Um, but you're able to basically uh, jump drive into the system and start heading towards Indol without being detected by the gate security. Uh as you follow your way down to uh, the planet, uh, it's going to take a couple of hours where everyone's getting their last bits of gear and equipment ready. Uh, you're getting ready for doing whatever you need to do to kind of, you know, EVA out to your mechs and get ready in the pods for the release. Um, uh, Curry and uh, Curry and Torsay uh, check in with each of you, you know, as as we're getting ready for the mission, you know, to see if there's anything you need, <clears throat> what to do, you know, things of that nature. Um, is there anything you want to take care of on the ship that you want to talk to Torsay or Curry about before you leave, before we get going on the mission? Dine wants a sandwich. He goes and makes a sandwich. Got to be properly fed before a mission. Not yeah. pizza? I mean, can't have pizza all the time. You've had hey, so many why pizzas. Not? <laughs> Actually, that's a good question. Why not? Some Everyone just, scratches her head. <laughs> one day, just to switch things up, you make a calzone. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, everyone's going to get some meat pizza from the uh, refrigerator and get a reserve of that for the mission. Um, yeah, uh, I'll just be talking to Torse. Uh, you know, I'll tell her, like, of my Omni hook, so... Uh, I'll try to be in contact with you and give you updates best I can um, uh, as we proceed in the mission. But, um, you know, um, the main thing is once once Trine Station is down, you'll you'll be able to land. All right. Does sounds good. Sound we'll good uh, we'll be waiting uh, just out of uh, range of the planet. Um, once we know that, uh, we can get down to you, we'll, uh, once we detect the opening, we'll, we'll head down so that we can rendezvous. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, is there anything you need me to take care of up here? Anything you need to take with you? Do you have everything? Are you packed up? Okay. Did you bring enough food? <laughs> yes, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, uh, Dine is making sandwiches for everyone. Okay. Everyone, I'm making it for myself. <laughs> you're you're an adult. You can I make a sandwich. Should I mean 
I'm just going to ask the DM this above table here. Should we be like getting rations and stuff like that? Or Uh, we can assume that uh, that won't be a problem. Um, If it becomes a problem, uh, let me let me put it this way. Are you specifically worried about that becoming a problem? And do you want to prepare for it? I mean, I I'm pretty sure I would take at least an MRE of some sort, but. Okay, but like I'm not like days and days. Worth. Yeah, it's it's more like uh, the only way that would become a problem because I'm not going to ding you guys for like eating for the day or whatever. But if somehow you were to get stranded on the planet and have to like survive there for three weeks, then food would become a problem. But also carrying that much food <laughs> in your mechs is not uh, reasonable. Easy. Yeah, it's not a not a reasonable thing to pack, probably. I mean, they have, I mean, they have camps got... there, and th- theoretically, they'll all be dead, so... Mm. Um, I mean, you could stuff all your ventilation in your mech with tuna, uh, if you want. Um, I mean, I've, I've heard got a personalization a compartment. Some people I, use. I, could, I could stuff my medical equipment area with some rations. <laughs> you can also I'm... pack a flex suit, uh, which... Uh, you could go a week without eating or drinking thanks to the ambrosia paste generated by the suit or its systems are depleted. Or you can pack a Coke. <laughs> or you can just pack a Coke because it's going to be cold. It's also that. It, it it's, uh, <laughs> adapts re- very rapidly to ho- hostile environs. Trying to think what what other good things... Um, to bring okay. to a cold planet wilderness survival kit. Actually, I don't do like I the have? idea of a suit that's able to feed you, because unless it has access to your mouth... <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Osmosis? It's not typically how that works. I'm pretty sure but... that's not how... I mean, there, well, I mean, it could be. There's another way to intake. Yeah, well, I mean, sort I mean of. unless it's unless it's like literally injected into your bloodstream and it's just like TPN. That could be. Uh, it says ambrosia paste, so the paste implies uh, viscosity. So maybe that can't be injected. Um, maybe it's like a still suit, right? You know how you have a little tube that you drink from. Maybe there's a tube that you like suck the ambrosia paste. Oh, I mean, like like one of those little apple sauces that you squeeze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there are some medications that are topical. It could just literally like the nutrients could be able to get through the skin. But I don't I don't think I don't most, know if it's like I that. don't think most uh, calorie things can make it yeah. through your skin that way. And hey, really man, this what is we're the looking future. for is calories. <laughs> so this is the future. You never know. Uh, I mean shrugs broadly at the universe um <laughs> well I'll tell I mean, you just, what i'm packing I'm just glad one we're trying to come up with things that aren't the the rectal solution that i thought it was <laughs> oh god i didn't even think about that oh. yeah oh what did you think he was implying we're gonna access your intestines one way or another <laughs> well i mean I, I don't know maybe like a tube that goes down your throat that just comes out the side i don't know there, there so there's a book uh, uh i'm reading called the luminous dead um, and in it, there's it's it's about this uh, woman who's who's exploring a cave system and she's wearing this advanced suit because she's going to be exploring by herself for like a month. Um, 
and she has surgery um, to actually <clears throat> redirect her intestines uh, into the suit system. So it 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 feeds her directly um, that way. It's it's really it's wild. I don't know how that would really work in real life if that was possible. Well, I mean, they already they already do stuff like that in hospitals where they can That's true. where they can yeah. put stuff directly into your stomach if they need to. It's just odd to think about walking around while that is attached to you, you know. Yeah. And if anyone was curious how our conversations go and we're not on mic, it's basically <laughs> yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Speaking All of, right. uh, sounds Back like home. the rest of you have uh, taken care of everything you want to before you head down to the planet. Is that right? Yeah. By by the way, uh, I mean, I said this, but I'm packing this flex suit. So if if it comes up, we'll have to see what it looks like then. Gotcha. I just yeah, remembered yeah. that I have a wilderness survival kit, which seems appropriate for this situation. So I'll bring that. You seems never good. know. Always be prepared. Boy Scouts motto. Um, All yep. right. As uh, as you all pull closer to the uh, atmosphere over Indol, um, do you all make your way out to your out to your drop pods? Uh, yes. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, it takes a little bit of you know uncomfortable maneuvering in zero g to uh you know kind of make your way around the outside of the ship. Uh, you make it to the hatches of eat the 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 crew sized hatches not the mech sized hatches of each drop pod and kind of work your way in through the side um as you get into your mechs uh and power the drop pods on they all have this kind of like ominous sets of like ring red lighting that come on and just kind of like almost like emergency lighting like light up the inside of each of your pods um there is there is a, an amount of scaffolding around each of your mechs in the various orientations. They are wedged into these drop pods. Um, and uh, yeah, you're you're getting ready to head down to planet uh, rock. I'm curious. You're the one who took the lead on getting these integrated into your system. How did you set it up for the release mechanisms to work? The drop pods? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how did you have it set up? Is it like one of you can from your suits individually drop your pod or is it something that Torse triggers from the ship side or how do you imagine say, this working? I'd say Torse triggered it is what I assumed. OK, so uh, after a little bit of time, your your comm systems flare up. Torse comes on the uh, comms for you and says, all right, uh, remember, once you're down there and until you. Until you open up a open up a hole and I can land, I can't send and receive any messages from you without giving away your location. So be safe while you're down there and uh, I'll be down as soon as I can. All right. Copy that. Yeah. All right. Sounds we're good. approaching the uh, we're approaching the detach point. Um, get ready. Yeah. Evelyn uh, is very nervous because of all these stories of exploding. <laughs> As she nervously looks around <laughs> at what her mech sensors are picking up on the inside yeah. of the pod, she's like hyper focusing on areas where the metal looks tarnished or like uh, <laughs> some of it's like worn away through wear and tear. And she's like, oh, God, oh, God, <laughs> where See, is it going? Is, where is it going to depressurize from? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like out of the four of us, Evelyn actually probably knows how all this fits together. So like she can actually see like, yeah. oh, that's the creaking of joint um one, two, three, and 
she's uh, the one who can most accurately picture choice. it going wrong. <laughs> so you're making a living hell for yourself. Oh yeah, no this this is this is how I work in a normal life. Just paranoia yeah. to the point drives you insane. There you go. All right. So as you uh, guys get closer, um, Torse sends a countdown to your pods. Um, and then on zero, um, each of your pods kind of like detaches out almost in kind of like a gentle kind of spiral <clears throat> ring coming out. And and there's like a there's like almost like a. Um, uh pneumatic system that as it releases it also releases like a jet of um oxygen or fuel of air of some kind that like pushes it them away from the dbc a little bit so that there's like a a clean detach from the center part of your ship and as you all kind of like spiral out away from the dbc um you see on your remote uh, like your exterior cameras the dbc kind of like pulls up and away from your course as your pods still kind of start drifting towards the planet and that's where their automatic programming comes into play and they all start to reorient in space and you can hear the um the like various um small adjustment boosters on the outside of the pods like orienting them so that they're prepared to like interface with the atmosphere as you get ready to go down to the planet and as you approach the planet yeah uh i mean it is it is a cold it is a hostile place but it is a pressurized atmosphere atmosphere filled planet and as you hit the atmosphere just a roaring sound on the outside as the air buffets and heats up and you see burning jets of flame flying past the drop pods as you drop through the atmosphere it is ultimately just a time to be alone and quiet in your drop pods not able to hear anything else but the raging inferno just out the other side Do can we communicate with each other yes it will just be very loud also Okay, I'll I'll radio Evelyn and I'll say, well, if they're going to explode, now's the time. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, as like the thermal shielding gets hotter and hotter and glows red and just the the friction of falling through the atmosphere just makes you comets in the sky. Um, Ooh, that's me. That's you. Uh <laughs> And yeah, um, eventually uh, it does get better uh, as uh, colliding with the atmosphere does slow and slow and slow your descent. Uh, Eventually, once you're in atmosphere, the uh, various other systems of the pod survival mechanisms switch online once it's past the danger point and they can operate effectively. Uh, Various mechanisms like deploy out the sides of the pods to cause more air resistance and slow down the pods even more. Uh, And then eventually um, some counteracting boosters start firing on the lower ends of the pods just to delay the landing just enough, but not enough that you don't make giant fucking craters when you land because ultimately that is still how they land is by crashing very hard into the planet just at sub death speeds um sub death speeds okay yeah. okay okay it's okay yeah. then cool not necessarily 
sub serious injury speeds, but as long as we're not dead, yeah, not sub dis- not to sub discomfort speeds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you'd have to be unlucky to get injured in one of these landings, or your pod would have to be malfunctioning. And this is where I make you all roll to see if your pod malfunctioned and you're actually dead, uh, <laughs> or I would if I was a horrible person. So we're just gonna continue with the mission, um. But what does happen is uh, all your pods land, and these were salvage pods, so they're not exactly brand new off the assembly line. They take a beating from this. Um, all of them do look mostly salvageable, except for Chimeras. Gee, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Chimera. It's, it's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, I, mean, I don't care, but that implies I had the worst time of all four of us. That is what that implies. And you know why? Because you were thinking about it so much. Oh, God. Your Astro is part of the cult of positive thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, that- he read the secret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Chimera, yes. Uh, your pod, it doesn't, it doesn't break in any way that... Uh, like impairs your safety at all when it lands. It's just, uh, you know, as you all land, basically the front lowers. It's almost like a the entire front fourth uh, of the entire pod kind of opens up to become like almost a little walkway that you can walk down out of your pod from um, into the creator into the crater they've created. Um, as you turn around uh, and look at the pod that you've all left behind. Uh, Comet, Orion, and Rock's pods all look they could, like they could conceivably be used again uh, if you could salvage them, fix them up. Even the um, scaffolding inside could probably be, u- be used as like a forward operating base if you needed to repair your suits. Chimera, something about how hostile the exterior of your mech is, when you got jostled around inside the pod, your mech tore up the inside of the pod real bad. The spikes are too good. Yeah, your uh, your spikes are too good, uh, but you have essentially you were like a metal jack bouncing around on the inside of the pod, tearing it up from the inside. <laughs> I, I like to think that everyone else kind of merges out of their pods at a reasonable amount of time. Chimera takes a little bit longer. She doesn't say anything, but it, it takes a little longer to get out. And, she, yeah. and I hope no one asks about it. Um. So how the dying thinks the about it go? and then knows better. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Well, you're in one piece, so that's good. All right, so uh, you have landed on Indol. It is very hard to tell what direction anything is um, because it is just fields and fields of tundra in every direction. Um, it is just blasted frozen um it is in some places uh, ice and in some places just frozen rock and ground um there is not much deviation to the environment um it is fairly non-livable it seems at least at this latitude on the planet um it's very hostile to people and your mechs. And if you don't keep moving, your mechs will probably freeze over. Um, but um, you have landed on the planet, so what do you do? Alright. Uh, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, presumably we do know the way to go. Like, we have 
you know, compass or something. You've you've all been given the charts of the planets, the the various locations of the things you're going to, and you can still use all the navigation systems in your mech. Nothing's been impaired there. Okay. Then yeah, I'll just start heading off in that direction. I will follow. Uh, yeah, after doing like a few quick diagnostics, make sure um mech's in good shape, I'll I'll he- follow as well. All right. Well, per the plan, yep. you all are headed towards uh, Relay Station Trine. Um, it is a um, relay station um, that is covering the current sector of the planet you've landed on. If you are able to take out uh, Station Trine, it will open a gap in their coverage that you could conceivably land the DBC through. What is your plan on how you would approach the station? Uh. Um, Do we want to use that? I would. Uh, yeah. I would like for us to. On. Uh, well, I guess are we planning on doing like a like a straight assault, or do we want to try to sneak in? Well, um, I'm open to any ideas of sneaking in. Um, but I'm sure they have thermal sensors in place, um, and I don't, I can't cloak that. All right. Do we, um, we want to cloak anyway? Because, like, for all we know, the th- if there are yeah. thermal sensors, maybe they're shorter range than visual. You know, at least gets us a little closer. That's a good idea. It'll, it will. Um, well, let me think about this. Um, I actually have no so, idea. So, I assume they so are. So cloaking is something I can do in tactical situations, but I don't think it's something I can do like over the course of a long um, hike to where we need to go because, you know, every time I execute it, 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 um, it, it creates heat. Um, in a combat situation, that's every turn. I, need, I would need to execute it to keep it up. Um, so... So it's more more of a, a thing we can use uh, once we're in uh, once we're engaged. Um, but as a, as far as like our approach, um, you know, it's not um, it's not something I can sustain. If that makes sense. It's not like you can sustain it for the two hour hike. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus you would be at half speed, right? So. It yeah, would almost double the amount of time. Down. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh it's it's uh approximately one hour's trip from the drop pod landing site to trying. Um yeah, so even if uh even if uh, we like taking out the the question of the heat it produces, um uh it's gonna double our travel time. Well, let's not so, worry about it too much at this point. All right, let's just uh, let's uh, make our approach. Uh, when we get any sort of visual contact, or, or maybe uh, something on, if, if you guys have any sort of radar systems or whatever, um, once we make contact, we can uh, assess the situation and see the best way. My to biggest approach. concern is that they get information to the main base somehow that we're coming or here. And that sets everything off. So do we, is there a way for us to not let them signal? 
Or is that maybe not a concern at the moment? I mean, um, I, I mean, uh, gosh, I don't know. I, like the, the whole idea of attacking the station is it's a relay station that will um, limit their communications in the first place. Uh, we just have to be quick, I think. Okay. Um, well, they uh, may get they may get a message out there, but um, um, presumably they don't know why we're attacking um, the the grand scheme of things. They they probably will expect us to uh, attack the the main transmitter station, sure, but um, that's just gonna have to be an occupational hazard, I suppose. All right, well, the one thing that we do have some control over, I'm fairly sure, is uh, I can circle around the base to the other side and pick off anyone that tries to get towards the main communications relay. That would be great, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Sounds like a plan. Um, Do you want me to come with you? I can provide logistical support. Uh... I'll be fine on my own. I think it'd be best if you helped the others. Uh, if you did approach in that cloaking field, it might buy time. And right now, time is the thing we need the most of. We've got to, like you said, hit it hard and fast, right? Yep. Sounds good. How close do you want to get to the base before you start to circle around? Keeping in mind that circling around to the other side of the base will take significantly more time if you want to keep a constant radius around it. Um, can I do any kind of scans to tell if there's... Uh, um, I don't know what to call it. Like, like any kind of detection equipment um, looking for us? Uh, you imagine they would have uh, like detection equipment for like when you get there, essentially. You know what I mean? Like this is this is not exact like they're not exactly from from your experience, uh, Rock, like they're not exactly just constantly scanning the frozen wastes of the planet on an ongoing basis. Um, that would be like super resource intensive. Um, okay. They can't, they can't keep track of every square inch of an entire planet. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. But you imagine that likely, so let me put it this way. Um, which of you has like the largest sensor range? Is it like what? Like 20 ish? Yeah. Um, so like yeah, me too. Keep in mind that that that's 20 that's 20 like 20 times 3 meters because every like hex is like 3 meters. You know what I mean? So that's like 80 meters, right? That's that's a pretty good sensor range. So you know what I mean? Like that's mm -hmm. that's probably the kind of sensor range they're dealing with on the high end. All right. Well, because, then I would stay just outside of my sensor range to them. Then uh, it was the closest I will get. Like the moment my sensors start to pick up the outpost, there I'm going to start backing off a little bit more again. Okay. As I um, approach. 
Uh, the only other thing I'll warn you is like they also know the lay of the lands, so it is possible that their sensor range is slightly larger than yours. That you won't know without without checking. You know yeah. what I mean? All right, sounds good. All right, sounds good. Uh, all right, as you approach, um, Rock, uh, you can go ahead and uh, loop around the other side of them. Uh, it'll take some time, and your your party will have to kind of like wait for you to establish position on the other side. Uh, all right, you have successfully approached uh the fortress relay station trine uh you have uh surrounded it in some small way having uh rock cover the other side uh, while the other three of you assault from the east uh he has taken up position on the west um is at this point uh that um they are probably going to start picking you guys up on sensors uh, if you take any action, you will be uh, starting combat. Is this where you want to uh, start off here? Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I think this is, uh, this is good. Uh, let me check one thing. In my stats. Uh, uh, first two. Okay, yeah, I like this. All right. Sounds good. Well, uh, in addition to the fact that the players always start first, uh, you're also uh, kind of assaulting from a semi surprise position. So um, go ahead and be the first to activate, please. How high is the wall? Uh, the wall is about like four squares up. So three, six, nine, like 12 meters high. I just realized I, I built a I reworked my mech to be solely me, sol, solely melee. So if no one comes down, I'm hosed. You'll have to figure out how I to mean, get up there. That's yes. why you have something that will allow you to pull them down. Should have installed those jump jets too. I do have the jump jets, but they don't they don't go that high. How high did you say what a, again? Sure. Sorry. Oh, they only go up like one level, I believe. Oh no, they give you fly. So I guess or yeah, boost. your your yeah, you your, should be able to. your speed then basically. Okay, then, then maybe I'll be all right then. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I forgot with, I had a with, slash. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean your your speed is like five. You should be able to go five squares or five hexes up. So you should you like literally you would just clear the wall if you activated your jump jets right next to it. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. But you would have to get to the wall first. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, a, a quick question, one more time. So um, when we don't move on our turn, um, we risk freezing and becoming immobilized? You don't risk it. That automatically happens. If uh, you do not move oh, or boost on your turn, you become immobilized at the end of your turn. I this see. lasts until you break out of it. Okay. <laughs> Sucks to be me. A lot of my uh, build is like about not moving, so I'm gonna have Same. to. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to be. Uh, uh, yeah, I was curious how you guys were gonna handle that. Well, you know, you the be same flexible. way I always handle it: not move. <laughs> yeah, I might just not move anyway. And immobilize means what exactly? Uh, you can't move. You can't, you can't move, <laughs> but you can take actions. I think so. Or yes. No. 
Okay. Immobilize is just your movement. Uh, Immobilized reads as characters cannot make any voluntary movements, although involuntary movements are unaffected. You're basically frozen, but people can still push you around. Okay, so but it it just affects movement. Yep. So yeah, it's not a huge deal if I'm immobilized. So and again, that's why I installed that firmware upgrade to make it a little easier to remobilize. All right. Um. All right, so which of you wants to start things off? Um, I think I will. Um, um, I'm going to... Let me see. I, so I, I think I'm going to start it off right off the bat by um, using my, my new NHP Hitchcock. Uh, requires a quick action to act. Okay. Um, so I'm going to activate simulacrum. Um, and uh, uh, do you want me to quickly read through that description? Yeah, again? please do. Um, yeah, so simulacrum, what that does uh, is Athena, which is the Athena class NHP, um, who I call Hitchcock, who identifies uh as Hitchcock, uh, constructs a perfect real-time and fully interactive 3D model of a Blast 3 area within range 50, including moving characters all rendered in lovingly extreme detail. The following effects apply. You have full visibility within the affected area, but it doesn't count as line of sight. You know all statistics, weapons, and systems of characters within the affected area. Hostile characters within the affected area don't benefit from cover and can't hide or become invisible. Hostile characters that end their turn in the affected area receive lock-on and cease to be invisible or hidden. Um, The simulation lasts until the end of the scene or about 30 minutes within the narrative. You may target a new area as a quick action. So, um, I am going to target... Uh, do you see my arrow? Mm-hmm. I'm going to target this area on the wall. Uh, it's burst three, so it's going to include. It's going to be centered uh, here where the arrow begins, and kind of cover this this area that has the snow shelter sheller twelve and the snow long shot twenty four. All right. Well, uh, in that case. We're gonna add a little rock to the map. Uh, where do you? Where's the center? That right where you put it. Perfect. That's perfect. And what yeah. size is it? Uh, burst three. That should be about right, right? Oh, uh, it's not visible to us. Oh, okay. C save. Yeah. Looks good. All right. That All right. W- that will be your sensor rock. <laughs> My sensor rock. <laughs> I like to think that the um Hitchcock uh throws a rock out into 
<laughs> out onto the floor and then it emits like little pulsing radio waves around it you're like what is this yeah he uh he in loving detail almost like he's uh almost like he's investigating uh locations on which you would like to like shoot scenes uh he's showing you like everything that is in that area on the map uh he is he is looking at it with an artist's eye all right, I like him. So uh, I'm going to make some inquiries um, to Hitchcock, which means I'm going to ask Bob, the DM, some questions. I assumed. Uh, <laughs> so I'd like to know, first of all, uh, Snow Longshot 24, what kind of weapons does he have? Snow Longshot 24 has uh, a high-impact rifle. Uh, and micro missiles. Okay, and um, ha- uh, can I get his HP structure and stress? Uh, his HP is eighteen. Uh, structure of one, stress of one. Okay. Um, and then uh, same same information from the sheller. Uh, the sheller. Uh, has a bombardment cannon, um, and it has 13 HP, one structure, and one stress. Okay. Cool. Um, I I can get, like, their um, other things, but I, I, th- that's the main thing I really care about. Yeah, the, right one, the one imposition imp- I'm placing on this is you have to ask me about something. I'm not right. just going to read yeah, their not sheets just out. Yes. It's just it will take too long and is not interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want to. I, I I'm not going to ask you about every single stat every time. I'm just, I'm more interested in. Uh, yeah, uh, just but, some basic. But if you things. should know it, you can know it. Yeah, I just it, like to think somebody's listening to this and they're just yeah. excited to hear the <laughs> sheets, and then you yeah. say this, and they're just. The excitement like, oh. leaves their eyes. They yeah, let me that. let me slowly count each piece of information I've added to this mech. Uh, uh, it has cluster munitions, Earthshaker shells. Uh, you know, like all mechs, it can do an Overwatch on its turn if it wants to. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, good. I, I'll I'll just say to the others. It uh, looks like the shellers. Um, have a little less uh 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 can be destroyed a bit easier um if you're looking for something to take out quickly um but up to you um all right so that's a quick action and then as another quick action um i will lock on um to the snow long shot 24 uh, you will need to be within your sensor range to do so. Oh, you are correct, sir. Um, that one, that one. Yeah. Also, considered they're elevated above us, so there's a little bit of um, okay. a little bit of map involved. Okay. No problem. Uh, instead, I'm going to take a quick action and activate our my cloaking field. Um, so uh, that will be a burst two area centered on myself. So that'll hit Chimera and Orion. Yeah. Um, 
myself and all allied characters become invisible as long as they remain completely inside the area. It will last until the end of my next turn, or if I'm stunned, take damage, or deactivate it. Um, I take two heat as a result of doing that. All right, so um, you take one heat, one heat due to... Due to the extreme cold, even your uh, weaponry and equipment outputting uh, tremendous amounts of heat is uh, slightly cooled. Nice. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, and that's it for. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna not move. I'm gonna. Actually, uh, yeah. I'm gonna not move right you now. You sure you don't want to move like five feet? Yeah, I'll move. <laughs> Um, but then like it's, it's a it's a it's a freebie. Just we'll take it. Yeah, just 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 make sure um, you get back into my um, cloaking field if you want, um, because I I have to sort of move away from Chimera. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna run straight for him. So the field's that not gonna help too. me. The field's not gonna help me much long, much longer. I'm a skirmisher. I'm going to skirmish. I, I'm I'm just not going to move. It's okay. I, I'd rather during their turn. I'd rather keep you both in the in the cloaking field. Okay, that's it for me. All right, uh, and that is Comet. Uh, and I am going to throw it over to the other side now. Uh, who is now aware of your presence. But you are invisible, correct? The three of you? Yes. All right, that's fun. Uh, invisibility means they basically just have a half chance to miss anything, right? Um, right, right. Like, they have to roll to decide if they hit. Yep, so it's a, it's like an auto half chance to miss yeah. before, before other rolls. Um, the snow sheller uh, on that side is the first thing that picked you up like immediately as you entered the area and started acting. Um, it is going to load uh, one of its Bombard uh, Ordnance Arcing uh, cannons. Um, and it also uh, has a Blast 2. Um, so it is going to drop it directly on the center of where you deployed that field, hoping that there are things there to hit. Um, okay. So this will be against Chimera, Comet, and Orion. Um, All right. So, uh, he is using his cluster musicians, uh, munitions. Uh, musicians. So I like that better. <laughs> yeah, let's hope these don't hit you. Uh, Chimera, I'll roll against you first. Uh, I'm gonna roll the. I'm gonna roll the half chance to mince against all three of you first. You also you also have disadvantage because of skirmisher. Well, that's what is, only. What if... does disadvantage mean? Uh, difficulty. That, sorry, that that only okay. p happens if he actually manages to get past the. Yeah, that that will happen after they do the. He okay. does the fifty fifty. Yeah, until difficulty. until I until I actually attack something, I have ongoing soft cover. Gotcha. All right, so uh, one, two, or three is a miss. So Chimera, miss. Comet, hit. Maybe. Orion, miss. So this only has a chance of hitting Comet. Okay. Uh, who? Let's hope this misses. Uh, seventeen versus evasion. That's gonna hit. Uh, it does an additional three damage to all targets for each target beyond the first. 
So since it, since it targeted all three of you, um, that's a plus six additional damage. Shit. Yeah, so... And this is why we shouldn't be grouped up. 13 damage, Comet. Holy smokes. All right, that'll structure me. <laughs> right off the bat. Um, so let's see what I get. Let me roll my d6 for a structure. One, d6. Rolled a four. A four is a system trauma. System trauma, I have to um, roll d6 again. To see what five. Um, okay, so one of my systems is destroyed. Mm -hmm. Well, fuck. Yeah, choose one of your systems. One of my two very expensive systems, either the Athena class NHP or the cloaking field. Uh, that. Yeah, because they cost a lot of system points. Um, I mean. It seems like the shield's not going to help us much longer, but yeah, that's just I'm me. Yeah, getting rid of a cloaking field. All right, you're as your uh, as the cluster munitions literally detonate right on top of you because you stayed exactly where you deployed the cloaking field. Um, they they like as it's almost like death charges, right? They explode before they hit the ground. So you're just covered in explosions all over you as you have like your cloaking antenna up and it just blows it right off the top of your mech. Gotta love one of my systems being destroyed at the very start <laughs> on of the first the attack mission. of the mission. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you can conceivably repair it in between fights on a, like a short rest by using your repair. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's you can true. you can spend repair cap to repair like a broken system or equipment. Yeah, I think I'll want to do that. Um, okay, cool. Uh, only a static seven damage. I mean, welcome to Corsac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they don't they don't mess around. Um, this is the big leagues. All right, is that guy done? That is him. That's his whole turn. Right. It's back to he you guys is, to activate. He is now. He now receives lock on from uh, my NHP. All right, that will be the snow sheller twelve gets lock on. I'd like to run ahead. Oh, let me put this in my. All right, Chimera. Oh, I wasn't sure Todd was going to do something. So oh, no, sorry. I'm just mumbling to myself. Go ahead. I think this is... T so I'm going gonna, I'm going to run and boost to here, which I believe is 10 spaces, and I don't have any ranged weaponry, so that's literally all I can do. Honestly, I, that's almost better, because I want to keep that soft cover up the entire time. Um, the, the entire time I'm making my way to the wall. Uh, can... Uh, overcharge can be used to move again too. I believe if you want to. Yeah, I thought about it. Um, just just letting you know it's an option if you want to. Let me let me just do some quick. Um, let's see if I move five to here. The hexes make things a little non-linear, which is a little annoying. You know what? Let me um. Not because my next turn I can run up to the wall and then I can use the boost 
to get on top of the wall. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Or something to that effect. You can't overcharge twice, right? No. No, you can do no, it once per turn. You overcharge this turn. Next turn, you could get up on top of the wall and attack. That's true. Let me think for a sec. So if I, if I run five here, run five there. Yeah, actually, no, I like that a lot better. Let me, um, yeah, I'll, I'll do five more. So that'll take me to here. And I'll overcharge. I get one heat. That's right. Um, yep, uh, that's what I will do. Okay, so just taking off at a full sprint so fast that you're literally pushing your reactor as hard as it can to just get you going as you basically charge the walls of this fortress. I have a very entertaining idea I want to try next turn. So I look forward to out. it. Yeah. All right. We're going to go back to that side now. Uh, they see that they're under attack. Uh, the uh, snow long shot, uh, I believe, is going to take aim at you, Chimera. Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, it is going to use its high-impact rifle. Uh, it takes aim, and it's going to fire down on you. And this gets uh, one difficulty because of your skirmisher, right? Yep. You will like that, trust me. He uh, will or will not. You will like that you have that. Yes. That's with difficulty? No. Uh, minus six, so only ten. Ah, uh, shoot. What is my what is defense? Or no, is it evasion? It's versus evasion. It's dead on, so it hits, right? It hits. Oh my god, you have a ten evasion. I do. You wow. got lucky. Wow, okay. It just hits. It does twelve kinetic armor piercing damage. Oh my oh god. My god. These, guys, these guys are not messing around. My goodness, ten. Uh, twelve kinetic. Oh. Oh, well, armor. Can, oh, armor piercing. Armor piercing. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Sorry. So I am knocked down from 16 to 4. Uh, that seems right. I know. I know. I know how math works. <laughs> um, the one solace you get is after he fires this high impact rifle at you and it just burrows through one of your joints and then creates this giant impact explosion of snow behind you. Uh, you notice that this giant charged round like spins off into the sky uh, after he fires it and he's going to have to reload that rifle before he fires it again. It is a okay. it is a loading rifle, so that's that's some solace at least. What uh, which guy? Uh, uh, Snow Longshot twenty four basically fired his high impact rifle at Chimera. Okay. Uh, so that is all Longshot twenty four has for now. It is back to your side. Cool. He's locked on now too. All right. How do they keep getting locked on? You so should you should tell they, people how your new fun toys work. I, I I I it was one of the things I read. So um, when they end their turn in oh, the affected it's, area, it's the zone that's causing it. I get you. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a Athena class NHP action. You will notice that, that they are not freezing over by staying in place. Yeah, I figured as much. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, Rocker Orion. 
Uh, I'm not sure it matters too much. You go ahead. I'm, uh, I might not act so that they don't know that I'm on this side. <laughs> you might want to move at least. That so idea. that they don't know they need to do anything there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we might just wait and let you guys uh, go for a minute. We'll see <laughs> what happens. Wait well, until we all die and then you yeah. play your well, move. Well, I mean... There's not much I can do to affect your guys' combat at the moment. <laughs> Conceivably, Rock has the highest chance of sneaking, so... <laughs> uh, ten. My longest range is 12. Like... I don't think I can even get in range. Like... Not, not even... I'm in for a range my attack. My speed is three. Really? If I was faster than that. No, my my mech is slow, bulky, and does not move very fast. Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm scared so that even, like, I'll get up there and I'll be the only one fighting because everyone else is out of range. He's a I mobile mean, weapons platform, really. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, alright. So, I am going to move and boost. So, that's six. Here. Get closer so I can actually see all of these hexes which are blended into the very nice <laughs> background. Um even if I even if I overcharge and move, I'll still be out of range. <laughs> oh man. Let's see here. I don't think there's anything I can do. Everything is literally out of range. We started so far back. Yeah, yeah, I like you guys were specifically staying out of sensor range, which is a good thing because they have a long sensor range because of their thermal scanners. Um, you did not get detected before you started attacking or else that snow sheller has a, a larger range than the edge of the map. You would have started getting shelled on your way in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I can do. All right. Um, so that is Orion. It is back to their side. Uh, Snow Scout uh, number 71 is going to be up next. Uh, and who? Let's see. What range does he even have available to him? Are any of you invisible right now? Uh, I oh. actually am. Okay. Even though my cloaking device is off, I didn't move. Yeah, so you still, still have that one. Okay. Uh, cool. He notices you're doing that, and he has sight, uh, which is a scout ability that ignores hidden and invisible. Um, so as long as you're within sensors. Oh, good for him. Ooh, oh, actually, you're safe, Comet. Uh, you're just out of his sensor range. Oh, okay. Nice. Yep. So, uh, in that case, he is going to uh, fire a 
Uh, ooh, Chimera's in range. Okay, he's going to fire down his machine pistols at Chimera over the wall then. I don't like that. Uh, so. I can make two attacks. Uh, at the same time, uh, targeting the same character or two different characters. Those aren't armor-piercing, though, yeah, are they? they are not armor-piercing. But he's got a 16 again. Oh, wait, that's right, you still need to roll the, um... D6. It doesn't matter, it only does two it's kinetic damage and you have two armor. Oh. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> but it, may, it, may, it makes me feel better about myself if I dodge them. Ah, I see, I see. What? Let me just roll what? the 1d6. Why is your evasion negative, then? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's really a uh, an eleven and a fourteen to do zero and zero damage to you. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Do you feel better now? <laughs> I, sh- I sure do. Okay. I'm glad. The fourteen I'm glad. is That's still twice my evasion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That is that scout rock. It is back to your side. Um. <clears throat> presumably is there like trees or something around where i'm at or is there no. none of that no it is literally like snow blasted wastes like literally this fortress is meant to see things from far away over the icy waste okay well what trees can survive in negative 50 degree weather? Alien trees. <laughs> I'm just going to have to. They are. Can I tell that they see me or no? Uh, as of right now. Uh, you have not been detected and there is a distraction happening on the other side and you haven't entered sensor range. If you were where you were and they knew you were there, they would know you were there. Um, but sure. because they haven't noticed you yet, you're tech. I'm going to say you're co- basically hidden. Okay. Um, then I'm just going to prep this round. Uh, I'm going to activate siege stabilizers. Okay. Um, and then you get two quick actions or one full, right? That is correct. Yeah. And then I will deploy my auto loader drone. Ooh, nice. Got a little auto loady. Buddy. Uh, I don't think I gave him a sheet yet, so I'll go pull him from the other page I have him living on right now. He lives on that page. <laughs> there, you got a little auto auto loader, buddy. Uh, let me give him a name tag so he's easier to see on the thing, and I'll give you control of him. And boop. All right, you should have control over him. Cool. He's just gonna stay. I don't know if he shares my space or if he's like next to it, but whatever, he's there right now. All right, that's it. Uh, let's see. Uh, it is a size one half drone, so you would have to deploy it, I think, to a location adjacent to yourself. Okay. All right. 
All right, so you deploy your siege stabilizers, and uh, as they deploy uh, and, like, wedge yourself into the ground, they slowly start to freeze in place uh, as you become immobilized by the freezing temperatures. You already immobilized yourself, but it's really immobilized. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) All right, that is rock. All right. The sheller on that side uh, has not detected rock, so let me check its distance. Oh, hey, it can hit Chimera. Oh, good boy. Uh, it could also hit Orion. Its range is, its range is, over, is over 39? It's 50. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, th- these, these things have range of 50. Um, these, these ones specifically. Uh, whew. I have I have my pick of the litter. Uh, Comet's invisible, so it's not going to target Comet. There is one of you who's rushing the wall, so it's going to target well, that one. Here, here's my question, though. At the angle he's shooting at, isn't the wall in the way? No, they're they're arcing. Arcing. <laughs> arcing. That's oh. the whole point it's, of it, arcing they're weapons. literally they're literally artillery guns. They're firing in a huge arc that lands on you. Yeah, Bob, did they not put a giant wall in front of their defenses <laughs> so that they can't shoot me? Yeah, what? <laughs> I mean, their defenses clearly block their line of sight to me. <laughs> well, I figured they focus on their side of the wall. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> they gotta shoot inside their own wall. What? Yeah. <laughs> They, as far as they're aware, they're not threatened from the West right now. Just, just carry on. <laughs> All right, Chimera. Uh, boop. Uh, that miss. will be a miss. That's a miss. Yeah. So, uh, a uh, large arc hurt. of uh, a bombard just <laughs> lands next to you and just boom, 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 just like a series of explosive clouds appear behind you. But I imagine it's partially because you're rushing the wall so quickly. They aimed where you were instead of where you're going to be. Uh, <laughs> Gotta go fast. <laughs> yeah. So just these explosions behind you making a really epic shot of you as you're rushing the wall. All right. Remember that for the next uh, movie. A little uh, bit of scene direction there. Uh, <laughs> Snow Scout. I program Hitchcock to, like, you know, take notes of any potential cool scenes. Uh, Snow Scout. You mean he's not already recording this? <laughs> Honestly, I'm yeah, sure I'm he is. he hasn't. Sure. Uh, Snow Scout uh, 78 on the western side of the wall knows that you're under attack. Um, but it's not going to abandon his position until you're closer. So it is going to uh, activate its cloaking field. Uh, it generates a burst three cloaking field that lasts until the end of its next turn. Um, hey, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it has your ability, basically. Uh, so the scout on the west has gone invisible. Uh, and that will be its turn. The long shot, 23 on that side. What kind of movement does it have? No. No, as far as it knows, the defenses to the east are still holding. Uh, it is going, it has, it has a lot of range, though. Oof, okay. Uh, not enough to hit the other wall, though. Uh, it is going to prepare an attack that if something comes within range, it will fire on it. Uh, 
All right, that's the end of the first round. It is back to your side. Um, I'm gonna say, do okay. we want to have Chimera jump the wall already? I, I can. I was hoping you guys could distract them enough because as soon as I come out, they're all gonna focus on me. But I mean, I can go first then if you want. Um, I could also go. Um. On the other hand, I, I'm going to try to create an opportunity for you guys, which might be to your benefit. You know what? Fuck it. I, I'm doing okay so far. I'll, I can go first. All right. I mean, I can go. I can get within range of all three of them. Yeah, actually, you go first. I'll go next then. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Something's there, and then I can actually shoot at both of them. So... Man, I am having having so much fun with these super white hexes. I have to get super zoomed in just to <laughs> yeah, be able, right? to, <laughs> yeah. just to, be just able to see the, them. The ruler. Yeah. Uh, here, let me let me help you. I'll crank the opacity of the hexagons. You can do that. There. Ooh, oh, thank that you. Su- super super dummy thick hexagons for you, friends. <laughs> okay, so let's see. I should be able to move here. Right, and that should put me within range of all of them. All right, uh, hey, I'm going to use a reaction oh, that was right now. One short. Okay, um, go ahead and use your reaction. Issue a uh, command to you, and I'll, I'll tell you, um, focused on destroying the snow sheller first. I'll go. Sure, no problem. I hate it too. <laughs> All right, you have a leadership die. All right. So that gives me accuracy? Yeah, you, you can uh, uh, use it on an attack or anything. Anything uh, that conceivably can, uh, you know, advance the goal of destroying the snow sheller. I'm going to uh, tell you a thing that might impact how you want to target things. Mm-hmm. So uh, these walls, like uh, the wall going around Snow Longshot, and the wall going around the scout and the wall, the gate wall in front of the snow sheller are all considered hard cover. Um, okay. So for snow long shot and snow scout who are adjacent to those, it is granting them hard cover. The snow sheller is one square away from those. So it is only being granted soft cover by the existence of hard cover, slightly blocking your shot. So from your position, Longshot and Scout have hard cover, and the Sheller has soft cover. Okay, gotcha. So me, no, I so was actually going to ask a couple, about that. Thank you. A couple things real quick. So my sim- simulacrum does a lot of things. One thing it doesn't do, it doesn't grant you line of sight. So if they have hard cover and you can't see them and you don't have an arcing weapon, then that's that. But if you can still attack them, even if they have cover, they don't benefit from cover as long as they're in my simulacrum area. Okay. So the wording there is, um, oops, uh, hostile characters within the affected area don't benefit from cover. Well, that's excellent. Hide. So that means that both Snow Sheller 12 and Snow Longshot 24 have had their cover bonuses negated completely by the AI, like running simulations and basically yeah. sending you like a perfect 3D rendering of exactly where they are in the defenses. So. Uh, anyone who is targeting Sheller 12 or Longshot 24, you'd not have to worry about the cover bonus. 
Yeah. Excellent. It, the only thing I think is if they'd have hardcover and you don't have line of sight, um, they may not have the cover bonus, but it doesn't grant yeah, it doesn't you grant line of sight. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Snow Longshot is sticking up up uh, enough over the hardcover that you can conceivably get a shot off on him. Now, if he were to hunker down and like lay down behind that wall, then you wouldn't be able to see him. Um, but right now I'm saying you have vision on all three of those enemies. Sounds it's good. just they're literally right up against heavy armored emplacements. Sure. All right. Um, so what I am going to do then. Um, I only have one weapon that can actually hit them from here, so I'm just going to have to fire it, which is fine. I only really have a skirmish action anyways. Um, so I am going to take a pot shot at uh, Snow Sheller 12 with my um, heavy pattern laser rifle. And remember, they also act- both have lock on if you choose to consume that. Um, I, well, I have your leadership die, so I'm going to use that instead of consuming the lock on in case Chimera Sounds needs good. it. I'm not going to need it. I'm just saying, just in case. Fair. Um, so let me. on accuracy and here we go 13 uh a 13 will uh hit snow sheller uh snow sheller 12 all right so it takes six energy damage and three burn six energy damage and so three more damage and then three burn. Yes. One, two, three. Okay. And then um, I believe you take two heat because normally it would do three heat, but yep. it is resistance. So does the does the burn get reduced because we're outside in the cold? Uh, burn is not reduced by the cold temperatures. Okay. Burn could be like internal damage. It could be acid. Ah, yeah. yeah. So that'll put me at two out of ten heat. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know what? Hold on, I'm within. No, technically, I'm actually uh, I'm not within burst two of Chimera. So so that's good. I want to avoid that. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> I would have overcharged to move if that was the case. Um. So, so Snow Sheller 2 took full damage then, correct? Uh, it took full damage, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, Just it, making it, a mental note on what d- does and does not have um, armor. Yeah, it, did, it, it took 6 plus 3. Yep. Okay. Um, then that is all that I am going to do. All right. Um, so that will be you, Orion. I'm going to activate that Sheller uh, right now. Uh, and it is going to first load an Earthshaker shell and well, fire I, its bombard cannon. I remember cannon. those. Yeah, it's going to fire its bombard cannon in the middle of you two. Um, so it's going to fire it at the hex next to Chimera so that the blast still hits both Chimera and Orion. Doesn't have to target a character. That's uh, true. I forgot. Oh, well, doesn't matter. 
Um, so, uh, let's see if they hit first. You're not invisible anymore, so these will just be rolls. Chimera, uh, you still are granting skirmisher disadvantage, or, uh, disaccuracy, right? Correct. <laughs> Impairment, some sort. Um, so that's gonna miss. Huzzah! And then this is against Orion. I mean, that's still twice my evasion, so... All right. So that will be uh, seven plus three because of the cluster munitions and it's targeting two people. So ten explosive damage. I take nine because one armor. That's not armor piercing, right? That is not armor piercing. No. Okay, And then make make if it's the end of its turn, make its um, engineering Uh, save. Not quite. I'll need some saves from you all first because of the Earthshaker shells. Um, it fired a special Earthshaker shell that in, in addition to damage, characters within bursts of three of the targeted space need to make a hull save or be knocked prone. Hey, we got we got accuracy on those. Uh, we only have accuracy on just the heat hull saves, I believe. The the frozen hull saves. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a system for protecting you from the the under heat, the coldness. The freezing, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> the freezing. Yeah. The, the not heating, the anti-heat. Well, what's the anti-heat <laughs> You know when Cold? things are hot, but not the opposite of yeah. that? <laughs> All right, so I need All hull right. saves from both of you. 14. Uh, 14 will beat its save target. So you're able to stay upright. I'm just trying to remember where the button is for hull saves. Good, because I would still be able to re-roll it if it failed. Thank you, Artemis. Uh, I took a five. Yeah, five will not save. You are knocked prone. Shit. Okay, that changes my strategy a little bit. Now you have to pull them down. I mean, can I go next? Uh, I, I need to add one more thing. So let me... Let me grab... Two more fun rocks off of my token list here. Um, when the Earthshaker shell hits the ground because of the rock that's thrown up from the attack, it also creates two areas of hard cover within the area. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's going to make a rock here and here that came from the exploding shell. Uh, now it needs to roll against its burn. Uh, that is a. Is it a engineering check? Yeah. Okay. Save targets ten. Unless yeah, it's not save. It's not saving against me. It's saving against the burn. So got a sixteen. All right. So it's gonna drop. Well, good that for burn. it. <laughs> Drops the burn. Mm-hmm. All right. That is snow sheller. It okay. does not look like it can do earthshaker shells all the time. It's a rechargeability. That's good. So to get out of prone, you get to spend your movement? Yes. Okay, well, I'll do that first. And I have... Thanks. Is this... Do I roughly have line of sight from where I'm at with Snow Sheller? Because of Absol- the... Um... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You you can see the top of it. It's it's uh like if you were right at... If you were like within two to three hexes of the wall, I would say no, the angle's bad. But from back here, you're fine. Okay. As long as this you're a, further out from the wall, then the wall is high. So the wall is four high, so as long as you're four out, you're okay. I was going to do this when I got to the top of the wall, but I don't, I don't have enough moves to make that happen. So instead, I'm going to use... I'm going to deploy a, a grapple hook on the top of the barrier. So here, 
the, the sheller is within eight eight hexes. I'm just using flavor here. And I'm going to pull the um, snow sheller off the wall. Take fall damage. All right. Yeah, go That's ahead. And uh, what, is, what is your thing for the grapple hook? Uh, it has to beat a um, agility save of 13, I think. Yeah, 13. Uh, snow sheller, the most agile creature. Yeah, existed. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so I was just wondering if it could be pulled in the first place. It's like screwed into the ground there. <laughs> we don't um, we don't think about that. I mean you just pull yourself, right? <laughs> that <Yeah>. works too. <laughs> uh so it is a agility safe? Yes. Uh one. Boop. Uh seventeen. Oh, wow. What the hell? Um You just didn't okay. get a good grapple. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm surprised that like it rolled an eighteen minus one. Yep. Oh my God. Um, the minus one agility could have helped. It just didn't. Okay. Um. I'm gonna. Well, you can still boost, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna boost to the wall. That's I don't. I think that's all I want to do at this point. Okay. So I will boost to here. Gotcha. I'm getting right underneath yeah. it. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna leave it at that. I, I don't want to jump on the wall without having other things I can do. All right. Sounds good. All right. I'm gonna throw that off the wall. It's gonna happen. Uh, uh Snow Longshot twenty four is going to move out of the area of the sensor thingy that it doesn't like. Um and it is going to uh use its full action to reload its high impact rifle. Alright. Uh yes, because it needs to do yeah, for reload it needs to use that as a full action. Okay, that is all it can do. Uh, it is back to your side. Uh hey Bob, do you do you think um I I'm a little unclear. Do you think he loses lock on or since he's been given lock on it stays? I'm pretty sure lock on stays until it's consumed or lost for some reason. Alright. Yeah, and it we... just says Hostile we, characters that end their turn in the affected area receive lock on. Right, they receive um, it, but it doesn't say anything about them losing it. They, right. it has received it. It now has it until it's used. But now, yeah. no, uh, it no longer is affected by uh, by the other. It no effects. longer loses cover. Yeah. Okay. All right, comet or rock. Oh, comet. Go ahead. Yeah, I can go. Um, did I say this was a three radius? Um, so as a quick action, I can move uh, where the simulacrum is centered on. Um, so I'm going to do just that. I'm going to move it up one. Uh, so if you see my arrow, it's uh -huh. moving up there. Um, uh, let like, me think about I that, actually. I don't want to be in this movie. Because the... the <laughs> NPCs need to be fully covered in the area in order to be affected. They are. By it. so that, the, the circle doesn't cover the hexes correctly. Oh, OK. So if you draw a line from your thing to them, they're both within three. Uh, I see. Yeah. OK, great, great. The, okay, the circle so just gives you an idea of where it is. So you don't have perfect. to redraw the lines every darn time. Perfect. OK, that's that's good to hear. Um, all right, cool. And then uh, he is I'm still hanging out out of sensor range whoops um so 
Uh, I'll just uh, do a quick tech and use bolster on Orion. Cool. And um, I'm still not going to move. I'm still immobilized. That but... is a word I have not heard in a long time. I must refresh myself on bolster. Give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, bolster, um, <laughs> I, I could tell you, is uh, it gives you advantage. Or not advantage. I keep wanting to say that. Um, or wait, is it advantage? I am I am looking it up. Uh, uh, bolster, um, uh, they receive plus two uh, accuracy it, on the next skill check or save. Yeah. Okay. Between now and the end of your next turn. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, that's it for me. I, I go back to being cloaked. All right. Cloaked Sounds good. Cloaked and frozen. Yeah. You you could just see like my mech, um, like the ice is forming over the surface of the metal. You know. Um. Every turn, it gets a little more. It looks a little more frozen until eventually, I might just merge with the wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> the, right. the ultimate cloak. Yeah, wouldn't gonna, that be camouflage then? Yeah. Gonna pass it back to Snow Scout seventy one here. Uh, it is going to uh, barrage on its turn. Um, so first, uh, it is going to marker rifle Orion. Uh, bu- 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 bu. uh, 14 versus E-Defense. I mean, my E-Defense is higher, but it's not that much higher. Uh, my E-Defense is 10, so... Ah, okay. So you are locked on. Also, you are shredded and cannot hide or become invisible as long as you have this lock on. Oh, man. Uh, Look at me, the invisible tank. <laughs> <laughs> um... And it's going to follow that up by spraying you down with its machine pistol twice. Uh, as long Does as you're... Zoom the lock on. Uh, it is not going to. Um, you are just within range. How good. Uh, dupe, dupe. Uh, 12 and 20. So that will be two kinetic and two kinetic. So two kinetic total. No, because you are shredded. Oh, uh, yeah. So four total. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh... Five. All right. Uh, that is going to be its turn as it maintains the cover that it has. Um, Rock, back to you. Uh, huh. Well, I mean, Rock three people roll. not doing anything as long as I'm sitting here at the moment, so... I'm just checking to see if my neural shunt has to target someone. Because if I target someone, they're going to know I'm there. Uh, I you have know, to if choose we, a creature. If we end up killing the three guys on this side, we might pull the other ones away. Not the well, sheller. Yeah, but. no, the moment you guys start pulling anything away, I can start attacking and not have three guys on me at once. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. Um, so, cannot use an ordnance weapon to Overwatch. Shoot. I think I'm just gonna 
I'm just gonna chill for another round. All right. Literally yeah. and figuratively. Good. Yeah, I know it feels <laughs> bad, but like, I think it's just the play at the moment until I they mean, act. I mean, until you stir the hornet's nest, it seems that the ones on this side aren't acting until they feel like the danger is more threatening on the right side. So mm-hmm. you're you're effectively possibly keeping three people out of the fight by not kicking them in the balls but we'll see yeah well they will absolutely be in the fight the moment i fire yeah that's that's something you know at the very least yeah all right rock uh we're going to pass back to the other side now sorry move that scout um the sheller on the uh western side is going to Yeah, it's going to target Orion. Uh, you are shredded and locked on. It knows you're there, and you're not next to the wall. So, just stands to reason. Is it using the lock-on? It is not. Is nope. It is not using that lock-on. Uh, it is only targeting one target, so bombard. 15 versus evasion. Yep, and that'll structure me. Alright, that'll be 7 explosive. I forgot that guy could reach, but... Yeah, he's. Yeah, I'm pretty much screwed. Um. Oh, a one. Uh, so, uh, because you have a three plus, your mech is stunned until the end of your next turn. Yep. Okay. Oh, I'm. Back to full HP, I guess. You are. You are at that. Silver lining. Uh, okay. Not really. I'm shredded and stunned. <laughs> yeah, that is not a combination of things you want. I mean, silver lining is the good thing that lines all the terrible shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is true. That's right. Yeah, silver he's, not, lining he's not wrong. Usually implies that... Most things are bad. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the snow scout on this side. I mean, nothing scaled the walls. His friends are still alive, I think, is going to maintain defensive. Uh, as well as this long shot. Yeah, he's just going to re-up his preparing to fire at something. All right, that'll start round three. It's back to your side. All right, so... um, Could be any of you. The, uh... What's what's the action to, um... Uh, stabilize. Um, so I can stabilize uh, someone adjacent to me, right? Um... Stabilize. Clear an adjacent allied uh, character's condition that wasn't caused on their own system talent. So, so what what uh, conditions do you have on you, Orion? I am stunned. I am locked on, and as a result of the lock on, I am shredded. Okay. Um. So. Cool. Hmm. 
Um, trying to think what, how. Uh, yeah, I can come and s stabilize you. Um, you're so, you're immobilized though. Yeah, I have to do. Um, do do I do the check? At the beginning of my turn, no, or at the end as of my a turn? quick action, as a quick action. Yeah. Okay, then I can't and stabilize, stabilize you. Yep. Because I I I was already um, thinking about using overcharge to get. Wait. Um. If I can move overcharge. Do, do you yeah. want me to? Do you want me to stabilize and I'm right there, or um? Don't don't I don't change what you're going to do because it would take you another full round just to get up top. True. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. I'll still go um, because I'll see if I can um, I can at least uh, make things a little difficult for them. Um, so yeah, I'll take my turn. Um, I gotta get in sensor range, so I will take a quick action to try to um, remobilize. Okay. Um, so that's going to be a hull check with accuracy. Uh, let me do that. Do. Um, am I an idiot? Where where did I press the button in uh, roll twenty to do a hall check? I don't know. It's under <laughs> Mac. It's under Mac. Look just, for the dice next I, to H U L. I would just roll one d twenty plus one. <laughs> uh, I guess that would have been the quicker way. To, Jesus Christ! I rolled a nine. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, even with your accuracy. Uh, yeah, you didn't. The accuracy rolled low, unfortunately. So, yeah. Uh, yes, um, you attempt to shake your mech out of it. But as you yourself described, you are slowly becoming part of the environs. Yeah, yeah I, I did say that. So what can I expect? Um, uh, OK, uh, let me think. Um, I can bolster you again, I guess. That's probably the best I can do. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take my other quick action to bolster Orion because you're, um, wait, um, you didn't take an action since I last bolstered you. Nope. Okay, so maybe I So, won't. I'm already, That's I'm still good. bolstered. You're still bolstered. You got the bolster? Yeah. Um, um, all right, sorry guys, I was really hoping I'd get mobilized all, all your plans were based <laughs> yeah. on you breaking out of the ice <laughs> yeah so now i'm like oh, what do i do um where's the uh sheet i had um up up uh bolster uh scan lock on i'm but i'm out of sensor range so i can't do anything there um <laughs> i think i'm just gonna brace uh, brace you get to do as a reaction oh oh you're right yeah yeah i forgot that um uh and you don't want to do it unless you have to because it makes your next turn worthless can yeah can he, can he um hold on i can bolster action to try to break out again or no i can't uh, usually but then there's it's... usually there's a prohibition against doing the same thing twice in a in a turn okay. I Even assume I that could. applies to the environmental effect too, unless said otherwise. Sure. Even if I could, there's 
Yeah. Well, I could overcharge and then do an action. Uh, you know what? Uh, Chimera's still in sensor range. I'm going to bolster Chimera. Uh, that does bring up something. If you really want to break out of the Ice Comet, you could do it as your overcharge, because overcharge lets you repeat things. Gotcha. But I don't... But also the overcharge has to be the last thing you do on the turn, so you just get right. re-immobilized. Right. So. Yeah, so... Uh, all right, so I'll bolster Chimera. All right, okay. sounds yeah, great. Yeah, I'll take it. Plus two accuracy next time. Um, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry for that long turn. No worries, you now. were exploring your options. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all Indeed. right, uh, so uh, let's see here. Uh, Snowsheller 1 uh, does not like that a thing is so close to it. Uh, it is going to fire a high arcing shot to land on Chimera. Uh, let's see if it recharges its Earthshaker shell. Is Snowsheller 112? Uh, yes. I, I call it 1 in my head because CompCon won't let me call it 12. Uh, <laughs> but it, yes, the one on the right side is 1. Sorry. Um, uh, it does not recharge the Earthshaker shell. So Earth, Snowsheller 12 is going to drop... A bombard on you, Chimera. Uh, nine versus evasion. We'll miss. All right. I, I, I also have difficulty because I'm still dodging stuff. Scammer, sure. Mm -hmm. uh, it already rolled with difficulty. Let me see if yours would have been higher. Uh, no, it would have been the same. So nine regardless. Okay. Yeah, it, it, I, I roll out of the way. All right, sounds good. That is all the Sheller can do. It is on to your end. It's, it's time to die. Uh, um, not me, the, like the Sheller. Stun, oh. right? Do you want to go? I mean, sure. I'll go and I'll clear my stun. I mean, isn't that... Is that not ideal here? I, I think I you're know. right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to kill something, but I think that's the better move I don't here. think it's going anywhere, personally. Okay. I, I, if you don't mind, I would just like to yeah, not yeah. be stunned. Yeah, go for un it. Until I get immediately structured again. Um, yeah, that, that's all. I'll go, and I just won't be stunned. All right. I don't think I can do anything else. Orion, you spend your turn basically getting everything back online in your mech and counter counteracting all the various uh, damages that have been done in the last round. All right, it'll be back to their side. Uh, I think it's going to be the scout. Uh, the scout uh, is going to Comment, are you still invisible? Affirmative, yes. Okay. Sounds good. I tried not to be, but I, I couldn't move even if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is going to... Yeah, it's going to spray its machine pistols at Orion. 
Yay. All right, so 16 and 22 for 2 and 2. Woohoo! All righty. All right, that is its turn. Back to your side. Can I kill? That's you, yes. Chimera. Yay! Uh, Chimera is going to... Uh, I guess it has to be... Well, yeah, my movements can be um, using the booster. So, yeah, I'm going to uh, boost up the wall. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to... Um, yeah, I'm going to do a melee attack against a Snow Sheller t- uh, 12. Um, I can move two as part of um, Skirmisher before okay. I uh, attack. So I'll move... Oh, gosh. This, this, <laughs> there we go. Yep. Uh, move two, and then I attack it with my Battle Axe, uncharged. Um, Are you going to use uh, the lock-on? I am going to use the lock Well, I might as well. You don't have to. I just like reminding people. No, no. I, I get accuracy automatically for um, first melee attack of the round, but I might as well use it. Multiple accuracies, you'll just get to pick the highest, so up to you. Yeah. Also remember that lock-on is consumed on one attack, so if you wanted to save it for another attack, that's fine as well. I don't think he gets another one, though, this round. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll hold on to it. I mean, we'll, I will not consume it. I'll just use my default accuracy. So, right. So this is a melee weapon. 28. Alright, so re-roll your damage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Three damage. Ooh, three damage. Yeah, you chunk it pretty hard with your axe. And then for my um, my other quick action, I'm going to make another attempt at uh, throwing it over the wall. Alright. How does... Wh- tell me Same what that thing means. Same thing, Julie. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna deploy a um, grapple hook to the top of the barrier, so right here, and I'm gonna pull the snow shower over the wall. All right, so you're like linking it to the wall so that it like pulls towards the wall and tries to flip it over. Exactly. Okay, I get you. I can see it in my mind. <gasps> yes. Uh, can you t- like can you post or something what the actual thing of it is? Like, does it do damage or does it just throw a thing? Like, what is it? It, it just it just moves. Um. Here, I'll just put, I'll paste the entire description in roll twenty. I, I don't have a yeah. seven. That fails. Uh, five, six, so, so it's at least knock prone. Um, I tried to look at how fall damage works in Lancer. I couldn't find it, but I imagine it has to take some sort of damage. Uh, it is pulled over the wall, and as it topples over the wall and falls. Uh, 12 meters to the ground upside down, it lands and loses that last HP it had. Uh, <laughs> it was one? Yeah, it had one HP. I mean, I'm satisfied nonetheless, but wow. Yeah, you, you, the grappling hook grabs out, the, it contracts real quickly, it flips over the wall, and just ass over tea kettle just like tumbles, and you see that as like its bombard cannon hits the ground first, it like bends and cracks off of the side. The whole thing is just a mess at the bottom of the wall now. I'm going to be doing that a lot, because I only have one quick action melee weapon right now. So, um, but no, I mean, this, this is good. I'm satisfied. I'm going to end my turn there, I believe. All right, sounds good. I'm so glad you picked up that that system. It, it's so <laughs> useful. I love it. All right. 
This is not uh, going to be the last time I throw someone off a wall. I'm going to activate long shot 24. Uh, long shot 24 is going to aim at Chimera. There is uh, a there is a barrier between me and him. Uh, oh, don't worry about that. It is going to move up to the barrier so that's aiming over top of it at you. Oh, good. See, you didn't have to worry, Chuck. Yeah. Oh, thank <laughs> goodness. I, I was so worried. Uh, and yeah, it's going to fire away at you. You're not the one who has lock on, so it can't use that. Uh, I don't have skirmisher anymore, so that is correct. So no, not great for on me. This one. Don't worry, it doesn't have the best accuracy. Uh, nine versus evasion will miss. Yeah, that misses. All right, yeah, it just phew, fires past you and just drills a hole into the ground. Uh, after it fires, though, now that you're close enough, it is going to unleash a micro missile barrage on you. Uh, a what? Um, a barrage what? of micro missiles. That uh, sounds made up. I mean, I have a macro set up for it. <laughs> uh, make a hull save for half damage. Up. What's it? Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, Chuck, but we're, we're playing this in our imagination. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you will save against I his rolled a 27. target. Uh, so yeah. that will only be four kinetic. I mean, it's still short. What? Uh, I take four kinetic before, before armor. Mm -hmm. I get armor too, right? That's right. Okay, then I'm at two health right now. But that's... Uh, you should be at one. Oh, you have two armor, right. Yeah, so you're I down do. to two health. All right. I'd so... be worried if a 27 isn't high enough. Me yeah. too. Are we playing D&D &D again? <laughs> uh, he has used his <laughs> micro-missiles. He'll have to recharge those. And he is now holding an unloaded assault rifle. Uh, that is his turn. It's my turn, huh? Yep. Okay. All right, all right. I gotta. I think I gotta start doing stuff. Right I think now. you do. Yeah. Um, I am going to shoot at Snow Sheller thirteen. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to steady. Okay, the protocols that are activating. I'm going to steady my sh my aim. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna use the steady aim protocol. Uh, it gives me an accuracy. I'm also going to gain a difficulty to deal extra damage. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm just going to gain the accuracy. I'm not doing the extra stuff. Uh, I'm also activating the protocol. Where is it? Uh, my core siphon protocol which just gains me an accuracy in my first shot, but receive a difficulty on all other shots. Uh, my gun is accurate. Um, so that's three accuracy. It has soft cover for one difficulty. Yes, but I am loading a thumper round, so I will do an arcing shot. All right, sounds good. So that will negate the cover. Or so, yep. Um, just use that so I don't forget about the ammo later. All right, and then make the roll. Like I need like a mathematics degree to figure out all the accuracy I have. Uh, all right, so twenty-one. Twenty-one will hit. Uh, uh, well, actually, 
do it's going to do a lot more damage than that, but I don't know if that's necessary because I rolled really well. In response, it is going to activate its siege armor to gain resistance to an attack originating beyond range three. Okay. Uh, then I will roll the extra damage. Alright, so this is full damage. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh so this is the extra damage I do from the overpowered caliber I have. Yeah, you you rolled real good <laughs> on that damage. <laughs> and I, I would need to roll well. like perfect to even get the critical bonus here, wouldn't I? Yeah, I mean it's not. So add five to that, so twenty-one. I 21, guess cut in half. Armor 21 total. 21 total rounded down and cut in half. Um, which would be, I mean, cut in half and then rounded up. So yeah. it's like, wait, so 11. 11. Right. Um, double check. I'm not missing anything. think that is it yes okay uh 11 is not enough to insta kill it yeah that's unfortunate um probably it's within one or two hp yeah probably just pull it over the edge 23 <laughs> 20 yeah i don't have my other gun doesn't get enough range even with siege stabilizers so I can't shoot it. So, okay, then my quick action will be to use the autoloader drone and uh, reload my gun. All right, sounds good. And, uh, that is my... You chunked it real hard. All right. Um, so now back to the other side. Uh, they now know you exist. Uh, and as predicted, they uh, busy themselves into a, a hurried uh, amount of activity in response. Um, all right, so, uh, I mean, he knows you're out of sensor range because you shot him, you shot his friend from out of sensor range. Uh, so, you have one of two things it might do. Uh, it will. Yeah, uh, it's going to jump down the wall onto the snowfield. Uh, and it is going to move six towards you. Uh, from there, and it does not have the distance for its machine pistol, but it is going to target you with its marker rifle. All right. Uh, 19 versus E defense. Uh, yeah, that, that definitely. All right, you receive lock-on and shredded and cannot hide or become invisible as long as you have that lock-on. All right. All right, so that'll be all the scout can do. Uh, and it loses invisibility because it cannot refresh it at the end of this turn. Uh, and then it'll be the long shot 23's turn next. Ooh, you might be out of range for his attack. Yep. All right. Yeah, it doesn't change anything if it goes along the wall. All right, they have to deal with a sniper. He's going to have to jump down to the snowfield, too. You've drawn them away from the battle on the other side. Uh, does it have? Yep, it has. Oop. Did it get close enough? Let's see. 
Yes. Okay. Is going to target you with its high impact rifle rock. All right. All right. I was hoping that Chimera would be more of an issue to him. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, they didn't go after me. It, it, if if Rock had not acted, they would have started moving around to the other side to help their friends. But they just watched a sniper almost instant kill the sheller. So yeah, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try to deal with that if they can. Um, it is going to consume that lock on to gain accuracy. Okay. So high impact rifle. Uh, eight plus six, so fourteen. Um, just meets my evasion. Oh man. Okay, so that'll be twelve kinetic damage. That structures me. All right, just. Wow. Uh, wait. I can. Mm, I don't want to brace. Do yeah, I? you have to you have to weigh the fact that like you won't be able to do much to combat them on your next round, but it's up to you. Uh well I know he has to reload. Yes, you watch his shell just go into the distance and start burning a hole in the snow where it lands. So when you brace, uh what happens like you can't take actions next turn uh i think you get to like do one quick action the next turn and that's it or something like that do you have your movement no it's like you can use that to move if you want but you can like do nothing else i think Um, just one quick action but i can attack with everything right uh it is you count as having resistance to all damage burn and heat from the triggering attack and until your next turn all attacks against you are made at plus one difficulty Due to the stress of bracing, you cannot take reactions until your next turn, and on that turn, you can only take one quick action. You cannot overcharge, move normally, take full actions, or take free actions. Yeah, so no free actions either. So that would be say, that would be still. yeah, that would be no activating any freeze. I don't know what a free means. Is a protocol a free action? Or yeah, is it yes, a protocol it is. Action? Yeah, for, uh, protocols are a free action at the beginning of your turn. Okay. Um, I think I still got to do it, though. I'm going to brace. Okay. Take half. Yeah, so you'll only take half of that, then. Significantly less damage. Yeah. Doesn't structure me anymore. If they consumed lock-on, that means he's no longer shredded, correct? correct? That is correct. He's no longer shredded. Yep, that's your turn, I think. All right, that is... Uh, ooh. I mean, you are braced, but he has the range on it. So starting within 10. Uh, so if he starts here, will that? No, you're. I think. 10 and then six, you're just within range of his missile barrage. Um, so he's going to fire a volley of micro missiles. Uh, a hull save is needed rock. For half damage. Uh, okay. Oh, I shouldn't have the accuracy that, I, that was left out from the shot. Oh, okay. Uh, the but save yeah, target I, is I twelve, so uh, it'll do uh, eight kinetic. Okay, and that's halved. Uh, yep. You you still have resistance. Brace, yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. 
So four, I believe. So you still are on that first structure. Yep. I'm at two health. Then. Retroactively, that brace feels real good. <laughs> uh, all right. That is going to be his turn. And now the sheller is going to go. Um, and it's going to have to make a choice. It's going to shoot at Chimera. Uh, focusing on the people who are scaling the walls behind it on the other side of the field, uh, it launches uh, one of its bombards at you, Chimera. Hooray. <laughs> a three versus evasion. Hooray! Hooray! That misses Super even your misses. evasion. <laughs> that, misses a, that, that would even miss my evasion, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> that would miss a stunned person's evasion. <laughs> All right. And with the battle in fever pitch and you assaulting from both sides, we're going to go ahead and call our session today. We'll pick up with you uh, attacking uh, Station Trine in our next episode. All right. With the uh, beginning of round four. We'll see uh -huh. if I can unfreeze myself. We'll see how much you can positively impact the fight there, Comet. Let's. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, you making them lose their cover bonus and stuff was pretty good. Yeah, uh, that, that's helpful. I, I think I have some tricks up my sleeve for, for next. As soon as I get out of my icy tomb. <laughs> I'll start contributing. Alright. Alright, that'll be it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Later. Yep, Bye. see you.